Cannon with a K. Boy Trader Beats here. And we here with a special guest. We got my man Scooter, aka Mr. Heavy Pockets, Pirate Gang in the building. How y'all doing? Yeah, we chilling, man. Chillin', man. Happy to have you here, man. Um, um, I'm happy to be here, man. I listen to this joint every week, so it's only right to come here and talk a little bit. What's up, man? Appreciate the support. Uh, how was y'all week? Uh, my week was my week was fucking awesome. Like I ain't hey. even gonna hold. My last week, it was crazy. That's why I wasn't here. We'll be getting that <laughs> later on. But I had an awesome week this week. Mm, that's mm-hmm. an awesome week. How about you? The opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always, man. It's the opposite, man. No, but wait. I did. Yo, it's crazy because if I really did do something, I won't remember. <laughs> what like, you real mean? shit. Like, I know I like... At least, all right, we had a whole week off, so... This weekend passed. I did something, but I don't remember. So it I wasn't went good. Out. You went out? I went out with my family somewhere. Came back and chased the bat out of the house. No, that was like three weeks ago. Oh, okay. What the Damn. You know? <laughs> I can't remember shit, Oh, man. we went to my mom's house for, uh, for Pop-Pop's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I that was last that. week, though. Why well, I, well, I ain't do shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you yeah. do, Scoop? Shit, my shit was awesome, too. You mean, you know, we were side by side. Me and my guy, Cannon. We had a little bit of fun this weekend. Well, not a little bit of fun. It was more work, but it was definitely fun, though. Great experience. Got to meet some good people. Do some different things, you know. A little bit of things we've been planning on for a long time, so. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a fun week, man. Good experience. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Um, yeah, I was sick all week. Like, I feel like every time I get on this podcast, it's a very miserable story for me. And it didn't change this week. Um, I had a sinus infection. Oh, y'all so, got it bad. <laughs> so, that was my week. Uh, trying to get over that shit. I took off today. Just uh, hopefully feel better. I'm kind of happy we didn't record last week because I definitely would have been not talking at all. Oh, so, all right. See. Thanks, guys. Appreciate any time. Guys playing. I don't know about guys playing. You That's just, guys playing. You bro. just decided that you had to work the next day. Yeah, I was tired of shit. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we sounded like we all had uh, up and down weeks. Y'all had awesome weeks. Uh, I'm going to have to get into the details of them awesome, you mean, yeah. awesomeness of there. But in the meantime, we can get into uh, our artist review this week. And, okay, cool, because I definitely want to live awesome one day. But, um, yeah, so our artist that we're reviewing this week is my man, Cannon, a.k.a. Cannon with a K, a.k.a. Kilo. I'm saying? Yeah. Co-host of the Live from the Park podcast. You know? Yeah. My motherfucking guy. Cannon. So, um... We doing two songs today. Uh, we doing We Know, and we're also doing what song? All I Need. All I Need, which is a freestyle. Um, so yeah, let's get into that. Let's listen to it. Yeah. 
Try to kill you. Don't that shit sound familiar? Don't that shit sound familiar? We don't believe that shit you talk. I go, I go, I go. So hard, stacking money, plenty. Getting wasted, any. Chilling with my gang, though. They still like they give it. We don't believe that shit you talk. I go, I go, I go. So hard, stacking money, plenty. You talk, I know, they know You fuck, it's all Find a seat and take it Wanna find your jaw and break it We is not the same dog. I ain't in the thicket My name, I own it Lame shit, don't condone it I'm just living for the moment Raise your hand, I'm a grown up Everybody wanna hate me now When they see me, wanna wave me down I ain't got time to waste Cause a nigga got a baby now We don't believe that shit You talk, I go, I go I go so hard, stacking money plenty, getting wasted in it, chilling with my gang, though, they still like they give it. We don't believe that shit you talk. I go, I go, I go so hard, stacking money plenty, drinking wasted in it, chilling with my gang, though, they still like they give it. So we just sat here and listened to um, We Know by Cannon. Um, Trey, what you think? I'm let you start it off. Oh, we we know. Yeah. I I I like that song. It's it's. Remember when you first put a snippet out on that John and just the vibe alone. Like I think it was probably the end of the winter, and I said, "Yo, that's a that's a summer banger right there." But when I heard the song, it kind of went downhill a little bit because it's like to me the vibe. The vibe is heavy as hell. I guess that's probably what you was aiming for. Was a vibe? Yeah. Cause like me knowing you as an artist, I know you can go so many ways with this music shit. So to me, like that's what I got from that song was just that the vibe is like you know repetitive hook. Even after you say the hook twice in the beginning, you see, like you start your verse off with the hook again, 
and then you say a little bit, you know, it's it's still it's a good song. It's a good song. It's like, but for what it was, if it it, it it was what it was, it, like you really had your your focus on what it, what you wanted it to be. It wasn't. It wasn't as high. It, it wasn't the same vibe as when I heard that snippet, and then when I heard this whole song, it just kind of this a little yeah. bit went down. You didn't expect them to rap rap. Like, what would you what would you expect from rap rap? After you heard the snippet, what were you really expecting from it? I don't know. It's like I, no, I, I I can't say I expected him to rap because just the hook. As I know, it's just a vibe song, but it's just that. I don't know, it just didn't deliver the, the feel that I got from the hype from the snippet. The snippet just seemed like it was going to be a whole lot better than what it was. But I, I still rock with the song, though. It, it's, I can tell that it has an audience for it because it's that type of music. I like the lyrical canon. It's just that simple. Um. So what I'll say is I really enjoyed the song. I, I like just the energy and the vibe. Like, I hate how I repeat most of the shit, but the vibe from it and the energy that you got from it, I, I enjoyed the the disrespectful shit that you were saying to people. We don't believe that shit you talk. They know, I know, you pussy dog. Like that was like that's some shit that you say to somebody. I don't care about you. Never cared about nothing you did. If you were street nigga or not, I just don't care. And I enjoyed that vibe. It was something that I could play and just really just sit here and be like, yeah, I really don't fuck with me, man. So, like, lyrically, yeah. Like, we've heard more from you. You've had lyrical songs, but I'm not going to lie and say that I don't play this song now. <laughs> like, this song came out a while ago. I still play this song. The song's still in my phone. So, I can't say that I don't like the song, but lyrically, you can go harder. You can go higher. And I think from what we got coming next, you explain, you, it is what it is. But how you feel, Scoop? Um... I might feel a little bit different than y'all because uh, I was in the studio when this joint got made. So, um, it's definitely a vibe song. It definitely got energy on it. But from the time that we in right now, that's the type of music that it seems like everybody want to hear. Mm -hmm. But when they make that type of music, they not saying nothing. So, it's a difference when you make some type of music that people can vibe to. But a person like me, I don't dance. But I can vibe the music. So it don't matter about a beat, genre, none of that. I can vibe any music. Mm -hmm. But for a song that you could dance to, that still got a concept to it, where somebody's actually talking about something, it's, 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 you can't deny it. I, it's people out here making songs that's just screaming and jumping up and down, but the hook is fire. Mm -hmm. The beat is fire. And the song go viral. So for somebody that had the same type of vibes and the same type of energy, but actually be saying something, saying that that kind of stand out to me so yeah that's definitely uh that's definitely a joint i'm not gonna say it's one of my favorite canon songs but mm -hmm. it ain't one of my worst either yeah you know my bad i didn't mean to cut you off no no go ahead you're good. but just to say like i guess it's that bias tendency because we actually know you we know what you're capable of so like in order to hear a vibe like like you just said like people putting out bullshit that has a vibe and not really saying anything yeah, I understand that, and I can't stand them niggas for the most part. But I know you to rap ten times better than that. And like I said, I still like some of the lyrics. I like the lyrics in the song. It just wasn't barred up. So it's a difference. Like you, you're, and I don't think I've ever said it on this podcast, but you're very versatile. 
So that's just one of those things where you're you gave us a different flow, a different style. So I can't hate mm-hmm. on the song, and I can't take anything away from it other than the fact that it's not the canon that I completely like my favorite canon. Right, and what you said about how your songs out with crazy hooks and nothing else in between, and niggas love that shit. <laughs> right. right, right. When I heard that snippet, I heard the hook. I thought, bang, that's a hit. It, it just had that. That's we don't really. It, it got it got that shit. So to this day, this song can probably still go that route. Mm-hmm. And he actually is saying something, but it's just that like I was so hyped up for that part, I kind of <laughs> wasn't even prepared for the rest. <laughs> like I guess that's what I looked that was, exactly what I looked at it at. It's like yeah, 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 it's just like that hook was so good. Yeah, it's yeah. really a good ass hook. Like yeah, and and yes, you very versatile. Like. When we get into this next track, like it's yeah. a whole different ball game, like, and I just, and I really just heard this shit, and I I need that. And what is that track called, Play? It's called All I Need, a freestyle. Rocky said she gon' get her hair done Slide up on some new dick Well, I'ma get a haircut Fuck a nigga main bitch Pass it to my guy Scoop We be on some gang shit You know I don't bust fear I'ma run a train, bitch I need a real team With some real green A couple youngins with a drum That's a drill team Next nigga say he real Ask him what real mean I'm like a nigga tryna save Just keep it a bean Now I said the worst kind of hate Is when they love you first But if they love you And they hatin' They hatin' at birth Can't trust a snake around grass So I play on turf Can't ask a man for me in a bike if you wearing a purse, blow guy, no lie, fuck it up for the coach. I tell your ass it no soda. Get money, that shit my old eye. Oh, I, oh, I change up this bitch, I'm poster. And young now, bitch, I'm older. You hot, well, bitch, I'm cold. Time change every second. Living life is a blessing. Shit might look real, but it's faker than wrestling. This shit's so depressing. I got one question people dying and you living, so why the fuck is you stressing? My mind different, straight cocaine, no line sniffing. I'm a fly guy, I get approached by blind women. I'm cutting niggas off, get the vibe different. Used to hit bitches and kick them out like you're my mom tripping. I ain't never been in prison, I never been in jail, I never seen heaven, but I'm living in hell. If you trap and you get booked, don't that mean you fell? So why you niggas bragging about sitting in the cell? We ain't doing this, we ain't doing that. We gon' keep it wrapped, door to make me change for the good, and I ain't going back. Y'all got niggas walking through the hood, and y'all know they rats. Y'all got niggas screaming, they the hottest, and y'all know they whack. There's no capping, no sin, and no fake shit. Oh, hey, Toby, drugs ain't the only way I can make shit. Mom told me stay up out the streets and I'ma make it My brother told me stay away from niggas who I know, bitch So I ain't change at all, I call it growing up You was 20 deep, but only 6 gon' hold your coughing up Everybody slime to his blood that they coughing up A headshot and they gon' blame it all on us Cause all you got is one life If we beefin', you payin' one price I squeeze once, but shot the gun twice Mommy, damn it, she lose her son life over this dumb fight Cause I ain't never been a pussy, I never been a bitch I never had no tan pants riding in my whip You talking about your life, bitch, I'm talking what I live I ain't never smoked no wet, so how I'm rapping what you did? And that was All I Need by Cannon You know, um, nice sample with Mary J Oh, the Mary Jane Method Man, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mary Jane. I don't care. But, yeah, that was cool. Um, since you want to enter, since you want to intercept, go ahead, bro. You got oh, this. Oh, man. All I need. 
first of all, you know, I always give love to my, 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 my guys when they involved. So shout out to Marvelous on the beat too. Um man, original beat, freestyling. What was that about two two minutes of some change? Yeah. Rapping. Sparring it. Like I I love that type shit right there, man. Like like even at the end with the uh the school having never had a chick with the uh, khakis on in the car. <laughs> he ain't got no he ain't got no little kids in the car with uniforms on, you man. He ain't with R. Kelly. You went in dating high school? Right, right. But yeah, like he was just just talking so much <laughs> shit, man. So much shit in that joint, like like, that was my first real listen. I can't repeat everything man said, like, but I love it, man. I, and it was the original beat. That's the main part I love about it. It's, it's a freestyle format, but it's on an original beat. Like, niggas hear that shit, they probably be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta write it. I gotta get this on the radio. But it's, he did it on some throwaway shit, and it was fire. Like, I fuck with that a whole lot right there. Um, I like the song. I really did. Um, lyrically, you killed it, and this is what I was talking about before. As far as going from we know to this, as far as lyrically, uh, we know was like kind of in the middle, middle. But then you gave us all bars on this, all freestyle. Hey guys, my pen works, and I really get into this, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. <clears throat> my takeaway, um, it was a few times. No, I, I want to say once, like when you switch your flow, it kind of was a little. Mm. Ah, a little rocky, but I like that shit. Okay. But like, I like to me, like sonically, like when you switch your flow was a little rocky, but then you hop right back into it and then just took off. So, uh, we didn't rate the first song, by the way. But uh, Scoop, how you feel about it? Uh, you warned us. Not really too much I can say about it. You said it was coming. Go ahead. Just let the viewers listen to that joint and just let them see how they think. I'm just going to give it a 10, though, just because bars, beat, originality, craft, everything is in that joint. So just, you know, just take a listen, man, that joint. Joint will be on his next coming up project. Uh, For me, I'm going to give it a 9.8. And the reason why my two-tenths of a a point off it's because it was just that that flow. It was just a little choppy to me. But as far as like you being a rapper and things like that, like Scoot, you also being a rapper, I'm sure it was like you understand like you're in a booth and like how you switch flows, like it kind of changes the trajectory of the song. So it just for me, it was just that small portion. It was literally maybe four or five seconds, but I heard it. And most people aren't going to catch it, but that was just something like that I pay attention to, shit like that. So I give it a 9.8. I gotta re-listen. Are you throwing points and shit? What'd you give it? It's y'all means. What you do you I shot that joint off the charts already, man. Oh, you ten? Yeah, if I can go up higher, I would. Man. I'm gonna say nine, nine point five. Alright, why are you giving nine point five? Nine point five? That's my first listen. When I learned to rap, it'd probably be a ten. Alright, I did it. You know that's cut off genius. But work too. <laughs> <laughs> My work flow, my work flow. Oh, we ain't on camera, so what? Oh, my God. Oh, but I man. get at a 9.8. What about uh, We Know? I, we like, Know? We never rated that. Oh, We Know. We Know. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. It just, I don't know. It just didn't do nothing for me. It's just a, it's a personal thing. It's just, my expectations was higher, so. 
I give it an eight. And the reason why I give it an eight is because I can personally, and me and Cannon have had this conversation, I personally can visualize a video for it. I've actually written a video culture for that song. And it's because I had that vibe and I was feeling it. Like, I like, and back to the takeaway that I had, it's not the most lyrical song, but just that vibe and that chilling, that, that atmosphere, that it kind of brings you towards. Like, I'm with my gang and fuck all them niggas on the other side. Like, we here, we real, and that's all that matters. And that's the vibe that I got from the song. So I give it an eight. Uh, Scoot, how you feel? That's right. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with eight, too. I'm going to go with eight, too, for the simple fact that that definitely was a good vibe song, a good feel song, you know, a song that you can ride around to when, you, when you're feeling good. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to say eight, but if anybody know me, they know I, uh, I like to talk. So... <coughs> Yeah, definitely an eight, though. All I need was definitely off the charts, though. I go read them, Jones. Nigga, you should have been talking this whole yeah, time. Yeah, right. You mean, I went there. I was quiet. I went there. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to stab a person. Take that constructive No, you take it. Take the constructive. And I want to see why I read them and why and all that. Yeah, so yeah. I get a... Uh, I get a... The all I need, I get at a 10. No, matter of fact, I ain't even going to suit myself up because they had to hype me up and say that shit was hot. Uh, I get all I need a nine, and it's crazy because the per because he court why I gave it a nine. Like he said, is the when the transition from as I said what I said, and I went down to another tone. I didn't like the way that sound really. That's why I never really liked it. Everybody else like it because it's lyrics in it, but that one part kind of rubbed me wrong a lot. Like I don't like the trend. I'm kind of heavy on transitions. So that rubbed me wrong, like, but I give it a nine because, like, it's lyrical and, but the, um, we know, so all I need is get nine, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and we know gets, that might get, like, seven from me. When I first did it, I thought the song was better, like, I could agree with Trey, I thought it was better than what it was. It's like a science project, it was an experiment, I was trying something. Like, everybody that know me know that that's not me. So it's like I was trying something, and the hook was so crazy. It's like I didn't really know how to write to it. So I was like, let me just keep it on this cadence. Let me just vibe and just give them this groove to it and let me talk with it. So that's not really me. So I get that seven, you know what I'm saying? So they was on point. They on point with the... You know how good the hook was, though? Like, the little snippet on Instagram, I look at that as the video. Yeah. Like, I be like, oh, you got the red... John in the studio. Yeah. Like, that's the video for me. With just the hook. Like, <laughs> like, that's how good the hook is, though. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, man. But at the end of the day, um, whenever you release All I Need, would definitely be in my playlist. We know it's still in my playlist. So, uh, definitely uh, a high listening value for me. What about you? Oh, the two songs you sang? Yeah, like your listening value. Would you please sound again? Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. I need that. I need that, John. I need all I need. I need all I need. Oh, that's what you need. (laughs) 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 I dig it. But, um, yeah, man. uh, We can't get on this podcast and critique and talk about other people's music and not be able to sit down and chop chop it up with one of our own. Mm-hmm. So and and it'll, it definitely will come a day where we sit down and review past episodes of this podcast and say, 
that shit sucked. Or yeah. that shit was hot. Like, we, we, we have to do it. Like, we have to be open-minded to everything. You can't just sit here and think that everything you produce is gold. Yeah, you're or, perfect, right. 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 So, um, so yeah, yeah, I was talking about how much I had an awesome week, um, that everything went well. Uh, let's, let's, let's get into that. Like, um, I mean, of course me and Trey know, but why was your week so awesome? What happened? Because I left Philly. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's deep. That's, that's yeah. Very deep. Like any, it's deeper than that. But like anytime I leave Philly, I kind of have fun for some odd reason. You have a good smile on your face. An uh, awesome smile. It's like anytime I leave Philly, I feel safe and I feel comfortable. Cause like when people call your phone, you got a good excuse. Like ah, I can't come. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm in New York right now. Yeah. Yeah, we went to uh. That shit sound good. But we went to New York. We went to New York. We was working, handled some business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it turns out good. It was a good turnout. I'm going to let Scoot talk about what he is doing because mm. he was down there acting crazy. Pom's you know over Baghdad over here. I wouldn't call it acting crazy. I would just call it doing what I do. He was down there acting crazy, like I said. He was down <laughs> New York acting crazy. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, we went to uh, uh, downtown Manhattan. Uh, DJ K Slay, Shade 45 Radio. Uh, Got linked in through uh, Mike Knox. Linked us in with K-Slay. You know, we went up there, did an interview. Dropped some bombs over some Philly beats. Redid this whole Brooklyn challenge up there. It was, it was a great experiment, man. I, mean, like I, I had fun. I, I actually felt like it was somewhere I belong at. It was something I can get used to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes when I wake up, I feel like I'm kind of beyond the, 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 the normal the normal life that I live every day, like I'm kind of beyond that. So to be around that type of vibe and that type of energy and those type of people that's at a place where I'm trying to get to, it was it was a good experience, man. I, I loved it. That's why it was an awesome week for me. I'm, I'm still going off right now. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was nice, man. It was nice. I think you always need that type of just uh, energy, uh, just, just new energy around you that makes you – that reassures you that this is what you're supposed to be doing with your life. There's a lot of times where you can have a situation, you, you can be working at a craft or just working at a job and nothing ever changes. It's all just monotone. Mm-hmm. But when you have that high or that low, it either reassures you that you're supposed to be there or reassures you that you should be doing something else. Yeah. So that's super dope. It, it gave me a feel because you know how I used to always be like, yo, when I rap, I got to be careful what I say because it always happened. Mm-hmm. So on our way up there, I just happened to say something. I don't even know if they remember, but they driving in the car and I'm like, yo, play the uh, little Baby intro song. This what I say to, I say to whoever was on, um, I think the Reek or something. Like, play that little Baby intro. You got that, John? Talking about the Baby or little Baby? The Baby, matter of fact. The Baby. baby. I'm like, play, uh, no, I know the Baby. I'm like, play the intro, John. It's Sure, we on the right page. And they both babies. Yeah, they both babies. I don't like neither one of them. Go ahead. No homo. I don't like the way that shit sound. What? No, they. They both babies. No, that ain't there. The, the, baby, the baby, the nigga, the young baby. I say. Just, about Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> nigga Kurt. I say just play. I say yo play the baby intro. That John crazy. Just so, just so happened we up there, and we see him show up in it. You know how you outside on the corner and you just talking in general. 
Mm-hmm. You be like, yeah, man, I was up at the course or something. Y'all was busting Mike ass at the course or something. You know what I'm saying? Cooking him. Mm-hmm. Then he just spin a corner or some shit. You be like, damn, we just spoke you <laughs> up into existence. Up, right. So I'm sitting there like, just sitting there picking my phone. Nigga just pop right up. Like I'm like, what the fuck? All I see is just chains, chains, chains. I'm like, these chains. I used to, it had, their <laughs> chains were so big, I looked at my chain. And my shit got ice on it. But I look, I look, I'm like, I look at my shit. I look up, see more chains. Then I just see him in the back. I'm like, damn, I just said main man name. He just popped up. Mm-hmm. But it was normal to me, like, oh, all right. Right, as it should be. That's another human being out there. Yeah, day. but there's a lot of people to get starstruck and do. I've been around people to be acting weird towards regular people. that's not even on. So to see a star, how do you think people would take a situation like that? You think they'd be starstruck? For people that's not in the rap field, or are you just talking about just regular, ordinary people? Ordinary people, if they were to see a star, somebody they look up to, how you think? Do you think it's weird to be starstruck? It's a little different. Uh, okay, like I, before you get into the question, there's a difference between somebody who looks up to somebody and just literally seeing a celebrity. So, for to be able to look up to somebody and you really look at that person like I'm really modeling my career or whatever after you, mm-hmm. then I expect you to be starstruck. I expect you. To re- not to say starstruck, like, oh my God, that's him, but like really be kind of nervous because this is a person you hope that they turn out to be the person that you think they should be. But uh, my bad, I mean, to cut you off. But thank no, you that, that made a lot of sense. But why do you think people say, oh my God, that's him? Oh my God, that's him. I, I, <laughs> yeah, like, but when you say, oh my God, yeah, that's really him, you saying it like the person not really existed, like he's a ghost, like, oh my God, he's really alive. Like, it's like, I get that vibe when people see people and say some shit like that. They be like, oh my God, he's really here. And you be like, oh, he's human. Like, what the... F- I, don't, I don't know why they feel like that, but it's... You know, it happens. I don't know. It, I, don't got that ner- I don't got that nerve in my like, body. I, like, like, I always joke <laughs> always joke amongst y'all. Like, if I see you with Jada Kiss or Ben Simmons, I'm like, yo, that's my nigga. Let me shake my hand. <laughs> I know damn well I won't be like that though because it's just not my personality. Like I see people I know and I rarely like it's just mostly probably head nod or some shit and it's niggas I probably know. So, but I don't know. Is it is females be like that or I'm I, I saw God, bro. I seen grown men do that. I seen grown men do this. I, I, I think the the whole starstruck thing. I think it all come from the type of person that you is. If Let's just say, or I'm a rapper. So if I see another rapper that's successful, people will automatically expect me to look at them as, oh, that's where I want to be one day. Yeah, I look at that as motivation. I don't look at that as being myself. So some people might look at if you rap or if you sing or if you're an actor and you run into a person that's in the same field as you, that's successful, mm-hmm. you feel as though I'm attached to them because I want to be where they at. Mm-hmm. Instead of just taking it as, I see you, I see what you got, I see how you did it, now I'm going to follow that step to get it myself. Right. A lot of people get stuck on the fact that you made it and I didn't make it because they don't believe in themselves. Do you look, he think it's jealousy? Like, not not no, jealousy, but, no, it's, but, it's, but low-key, like, kind of envy. Like it's, it's, not a, it's not an envy factor. It's more of you there and I want to be there. Mm-hmm. You got everything that I want, but in my eyes, I can't have it. So you are the closest thing that I'm going to get to the things that I want. That makes a lot of sense. So a person will get starstruck. Easy. Because I've... I done Jadakiss, Beanie Siegel, 
favorite rappers of all time. Uh-huh. I done been in bars with Benny Siegel. I done been at showcases with Benny Siegel. I was at a video shoot with Jadakiss, and it's like it, I wasn't asking for pictures. Yeah. I wasn't following him around. It's it's not it's not really like a pride thing. It's kind of just like it's a respect thing as a man. Certain things you just don't do as a man. It's another mm-hmm. grown ass man. Like, right. Why, why yeah. am I You're a grown man. You? Like I'm a grown man. Anything that you got, you might got it more than me, but I can get it if I work hard enough. So it's it's no reason why I should get starstruck. I don't think. No man should ever be starstruck. You know, females get starstruck for different reasons. Yeah, they feelings. They right. emotions. We ain't going to get into that. But men shouldn't shouldn't go off of feelings and emotions. And and that's where starstruck come in at. Like, you know, I got, I feel where he came from. I feel like I should be where he's at. Right. But because in my mind, I can't see me being there, you are the closest thing that I'm going to get to being there. So when I see you, I'm starstruck. So, you, sh- like, so you think it's people with... They don't have the drive or the ambition to really get to where they're supposed to be or where they think that they should be. They look so at, they fan out for this person. They look at people that's doing better as you know that that's how I want to be, not as that's who I'm going to be. You know, this, you don't look at it as determination and motivation. So this analogy it might don't make sense, but to me it just made a lot of sense. Could you touch? Could you actually touch a star like a real star? So when you see a human being that they label as a star and on reach, you can actually touch them. So in your eyes, it's basically like, oh, that's the, I think that's the meaning of basically being starstruck. You're on reach touchable, but a star, really, you really can't touch a star, but you're right next to me. So mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, this is wow. not supposed to happen. Yeah, that really happened. Right, yeah. I think that's, a, like, that's the way I look at it. Like, oh, you're a star. I'm not supposed to be nowhere near a star. Like, what's your call it? Uh, what's today? Friday. I just saw Ben Simmons, what, Thursday. Like, my, my man that I work at, I mean, that I work with at my job. Like, you were starstruck. Who? You. That was starstruck. You text my phone and said you just saw Ben know, Simmons. Right? His head was blown. You were star- that's starstruck. What was the next thing I said? The I said, yo, the car looked crazy. Yeah, I was more right. impressed about the Rolls Royce than yeah, you said this that. nigga Ben. It's another, <laughs> yeah. it's another human yeah, being. I was yeah, like, damn, that car is crazy. I would like to have that one day. But like my my boy at work, he like friends with him. Like he went out with the nigga last night. Like I like so if I ever if it came down to it, if I wanted to hang out with him, I think I could probably hang out with the nigga, but it's not that not that big of a deal to me. Right. Like It'd be cool to be in the circle with Ben to get the bitches that been around. That's that's the cool thing. But like I, I'm not like I, I would never be that way over another human being because I got people in my real life that I look up to. I got people that I care for and like I really see you making a difference in my life every day that I fan over. Not maybe not out loud, but I really feel that way about those individuals. So for me to see another individual I've never had a conversation with that's weird to me. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I just think it's whole shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, and that, yeah, I was so trying to get away from that part, but that's that's something a female would do. A female will see another man and she would think, you know, lust and love and, oh, I can get a check or however the case may be. A man shouldn't think like that about another man. If you do, that's your inner game coming out. And even as like, like, yeah, like rappers, you was telling me, like, uh, when y'all had the So Philly showcase. Yeah. And you saying, like, the, a lot of rappers from Philly was 
hype this beat they around. They was acting like hoes in there, bro. They was acting like hoes. Versus, you know, supporting just like like being your brand and, and you know connecting with people and getting yourself out there. That's like uh, that was more of a a celebrity is in the building. It's two hundred people in here, and out of two hundred people, one hundred and fifty young starstruck. Yeah, but that's it's like that's like a celebrity at a strip club and all the bitches go around the nigga with the money. How many? How many? Yeah. Right. That's how it is. But just think about uh, and not 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 the kind of, but you know, this is kind of the same subject. Just think of the movie Players Club. Mm-hmm. My uncle Luke came in the building, <laughs> and you know how uh, he went in the back and said, he "Yeah, was, yo, man, that's Uncle Luke. Da, 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 da. Yo, we going back there." But his man was like, "What?" Oh yeah, cute. Yeah. Right. But but I'm not gonna say that niggas is dicky, niggas is Joe, niggas is groupies, niggas is weird. Only thing I'm gonna do is blame it on social media, bro. Because at the end of the day, a nigga could see a Casanova and say, "Damn, if I get a picture with him, I'm gonna go from 70 likes to 700 likes." Mm. That was all about clout. You you doing it for clout? This is this is what the world came to. It's about social media. It's about who you is on the internet. How many likes you get on a picture? Uh, who you know? Who you taking pictures with? Who's in your likes? Who's in your comments? I got a bunch of blue checks that follow me, but they all family. I don't, I don't abuse it. I don't use it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's just you know that's that's family. That's folks. Oh, you got blue I checks. I want to see them do good. Yeah, I got blue yeah, checks. Uh, I got a couple blue checks. Quite a few. I'm not. I'm not shouting out on names. <laughs> none of that. But you know, it's family. It's folks. It's people that's working and they motivation to me to keep on working to get my blue check so I can be where y'all at. As it should be. It like, just it get back to this like the basically about the what they was doing at that show. Mm-hmm. They was doing it. I wasn't doing it, but that's not my character. Like I don't know. I might be like different. I consider myself different. Like I might be weird. They might be like the real ones. I might be the weird one. But I'ma stay the weird one because me running up to another man. First of all, he's in a section in VIP with 50 of his homies from New York. No bitches in this section. So you trying to get in his section to stand next to a bunch of his homies from New York. You don't know none of these. You just want to stand around them. That's even, that's kind of like a, I, that's a weird feeling just to be standing around people. I don't even like standing next to some of, like when I'm in a group with all my homies, is like kind of, so imagine around a bunch of people you don't know. You don't know, like, is it just was so weird that night, but, like... They didn't do anything for clout. Yeah, like, everything was to let me take a picture. It was so yeah. ugly, he couldn't even, like, look at the show. Like, he just kept turning his head, like, yo... Let me put this 15 video, this 15-second video on my story of Casanova and yeah. his crowd, and let's see how many... To me, I y'all, did. y'all, the ones who's not doing that stands out. Exactly. Like, outside of your music, I'm sure you bombed the stage, the set, but... I'm sure the person who probably, the, the, the boy Mike Knox, probably seen you chilling. I mean, he probably ain't his music fire, and he over here by So you said you was at the bar, right? You was chilling? I was, we was near the balcony just chilling. Like, we was 
looking at the show like what we came there for. We're looking right. at the show. If you was down there being a flea yeah, with the rest I of them, opportunity would have missed you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was kind of like, uh, how can I put it? When you in a room full of real niggas and a bunch of fake niggas walk in, the real niggas is going to pick who's real. All off of just the way they moving. You ain't even got to open your mouth. It's just the way that you move, the way you carry yourself, and the things that you do in the presence of another real nigga. He will respect another real nigga. But if I see, let's just say, I see a freeway walk past me, and I turn around and be like, damn, man, freeway, you know, I listen to your music growing up. Uh, I'm a big fan or whatever. A lot of people be like, oh, no, you showing support. But you're not showing support at the end of the day. You're chasing clout. You're dickhead. Because... Did you do that when that man album came out? Mm. Was you at the store buying that joint? Or did you download it for free <laughs> on your Android? You understand what I'm saying? Did you did you say that to him genuinely, not at the end of the day looking to take a picture with him? Did you just say it just to let him know, like, yo, bro, you really hot. I really fuck with you. Mm -hmm. I like your music. I'm a fan. Or did you do it just to get a picture to see how many likes you would get on Instagram? Right. So it's like, this is a difference, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, people right. gotta check that shit at the door, man. Yo, and it's crazy because character is so big for yeah. me. Like, if you know me, you know I don't fuck with a lot of people. And if I came across a situation, like, I don't want somebody else to be able to look at me. Like, like if I'm that hype person, like, yo, what's up, yo, I need your autograph. I don't want them looking at me as if I'm a, I'm a flea. Right. Like, so I know for sure I would be the person like... That's so and so. I seen him. I tell my nigga, y'all seen that nigga so and so down there. You know, probably yeah. it was popping down there earlier. That nigga down there. What, what vibe was? That's the vibe <laughs> I was on though. It was a bunch of, yo, you should do this, you should do that, yo, that's such a session. I'm like, bro, I'm I supposed to perform tonight. Like I'm trying to remember my fucking verse. Like you fucking me up right now. Right. Like I was so locked in. If I go to a show, I'm locked into performing. Cause I, when I'm at a show, all I think is I look at the people performing before me. I see what they doing wrong. I look at the crowd, how they reacting. Like, all right, this how I got to do that. This is how I'm going to catch their attention. Mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to no surroundings. Like, I don't look at nothing going on. I just pay attention like that. Everybody performing, showing support. I'm not there to see somebody I saw on Instagram and be, yo, man, like, your video. If it's that serious, I would have been told when their video came out. Like, yo, they got on hot. I'm not going to wait till I see you and say it. And then you be like, that's what's up, man. You take this, though. Take this flip. Oh, yeah, you know I rap. Yeah, we should we should collab. Like that's all clout chasing when you do stuff like that. Like that's the difference between motivation I'm and not, clout chasing. That's the big difference, bro. When somebody motivates you to get where they at, you look at them and you see them as that's where I'm gonna be at soon. Mm -hmm. That's motivation. But clout chasing is seeing them and saying, Hey yo, can we take this picture? Can I get a video? Or I'm going to try to see if I know somebody in your section and get in there and get a, a sneak video of uh, 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 you and tag you. And they're going to be like, oh, he in the VIP or such and such. Mm -hmm. That's all about clout. So that's that's the difference between clout chasing and motivation. And that's the reason why like, I bang with dudes like Young Jeezy. And, I mean, people like that because all they do, man, they, they motivate. They motivate people. They don't, they don't tell people to chase clout. They don't... Tell people to try to be like this person. They tell people to do what you do mm -hmm. and get to where we at and then you won't feel what we feel. That's all motivation, man. That's all motivation. motivation. 
Right. I, I had a couple of similar situations like that. I remember I was in the bar. Uh, I mean, not as big of a level, but I was in the bar one day with uh, Reed Dallas. But, like, I see the nigga, and I'm just like, oh, shit, that's Reed. Back to my drink. Like, it's another human being. And, like, it's, I, it's, I, I never do. But then, no, the funniest shit that happened to me, and I thought this was the weirdest shit that I've ever seen in my life. I was in Vanity Grand one day, and YFN Lucci performed. Mind you, there are chicks on the stage shaking their ass, chicks throughout the crowd. Everybody turns to him performing on the balcony with their camera up. I said, oh, let me go talk to this chick over here because y'all just weird. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like they live in a movie now. It turns yeah, to a movie. A, <laughs> like, he, hit it, he said it on the nose, though. It's all, let me record this video. Yeah. Let me post it. I want my views to go up. It's like, there's no other reason for you to record somebody. It's like, you're going to sit in the house and look at the video by yourself like this. You looking at it because you want everybody else to see what you seen and make it seem like you was part of his movie. He's living his movie. You want you basically an extra in his movie, but you're trying to make it like you a co-star. The only, wow. cool, the only cool thing I took from that night, I said I could see main man chain from all the way over here and I'm on the other side of the club. That was the only cool thing that I took away from that. But I'm just like... Yo, it's really chicks on the stage, ass naked, and you said, let me record another man? Now, when you say that, it kind of takes me back to New York when, uh, when you know the baby walked in with his, with his camp. And um, the first thing that caught me was, it was about maybe between 13 and 20 of them that came in. And when they came in, I looked, and I'm like, everybody that walked past me bust down. Mm-hmm. Everybody neck is looking good. I wasn't even worried about little baby. I mean, the baby, you know, I wasn't worried about him. It was that the way I see 15 people walk in before him is the way I want my 15 right. homies to walk in before me. Motivation. It's all motivation. Everybody being out of baby chains. Everybody mm-hmm. PBS is bust down. That was motivation to me. I want to see Trey walk in, bust down. I want to see Dre walk in, bust down. I want to see my son walk in bust down, my sisters walk in bust down. You mean my homies that's my day ones to walk in bust down. And when I seen that shit, I was just like, damn. You know, a lot of people was like, damn, maybe you should get a picture. No, because I'm chasing clout. I'm really doing this because this is what I want. I really want this at the end of the day. I really want to be the boy that come in behind 15 people. When them 15 people I came behind, neck looked just like mine. Right. So... All that shit was motivation, man. It's, 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 it's a lot of clout chasing going on as far as Instagram, as far as the streets. Yeah, you know I mean, it's a lot of females dying. Yeah. Dudes is doing it all for clout, man. It's all about clout. And clout not going to get you so far, but word of mouth. So speaking of clout and just the idea of uh, possibly taking a picture to be elevated to a different status, do you think... Uh, how hard do you think it is really to make it in the rap industry or any type of industry whatsoever without a major platform or a major cosign? Like, is it is it still doable in this day and age? Yeah, it's still doable. It's still doable. Uh, to be honest with you, I've seen that happen on more than one occasion. Uh, as far as... um. Let's just say some Santana. He's the most recent from Philly to get signed. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a co-sign. He didn't have a crazy social media backing. 
He didn't have a major DJ on the radio. He made a song. He stood behind it. He got a few people that he messed with to stand behind it and support the right way he was supposed to. And within 60 days, what was that millions of views? On YouTube, it wasn't Instagram. It wasn't, it wasn't none of that. So it was just like, I think the making nowadays is not about, it's not about views more than it is about what you know and who you know. I think what you know and who you know nowadays will get you a long way. It's, it's, it's not really about, oh, I just got 100,000 views on YouTube. I've seen somebody get posted by a celebrity and still don't got a deal. <laughs> so that that that's not getting you no money. What's getting you money is the hard work and you having real support behind you that people that got money can believe in. Like, oh, I believe if I put this behind him, these 300,000 people is going to follow. Right. Not, oh, I put money behind him and he got a good gimmick, so maybe we're going to get some money for six months. It's not what it's about now. It's not what it's about. I think it's, uh... I actually think it's easy. It's sad to say because I'm an artist and I'm not signed, but it's like, looking at it from how I, my mindset, when I started, what I was doing, and what I'm doing now, is, I think it's just work. Like, it's like, if you work and peeps, people start believing in the work, then they, uh, they'll follow. But if you just, like, one of those rappers is like, you rap here and there, and it's nothing, like, you, yeah, you rap on your free time. Like, I literally wake up, and I just think about my daughter when I first wake up, my family, then I just think music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing else I think about. So it's like, if you... If you train you like train yourself to work, 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 only something positive is gonna come out of it. When you like take a break, take a break, there's people like, oh he gonna he gonna chill, he's gonna fall off in a minute. Like he's not oh this just like temporarily. So I think if you work and not scared to pit, because you gotta pit your money towards it. If you scared to pit, if you think somebody else gonna do it for you, it's not gonna work that way. Cause if they see you not doing it for yourself, they're not gonna do it. Yeah, and I, that's, I agree with not that, to cut man. you off, bro, but that's simply because, like I said, bro, people don't believe in themselves. People don't believe in their homies. Yeah, people uh, don't, real people don't see the same is. vision that you see. So, um, let's just say, man, this this pirate game. You know, me and Ken, we've been rapping for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people didn't didn't see us ever making it. Not as far as though you was hating on us. It's just you was like. As far as them making it the slant, the, the, the chances of them making it somewhere is slim to none. Mm-hmm. But then when you see an outbreak as far as us in New York with DJ K Slay, or you might see us in the lobby with the baby, or you might see us backstage at a little baby concert on the stage with little baby and Uzi, then people get to see like, whoa, maybe they might really make it. They that close. They rub my elbows with the right people, so maybe I should follow. Yeah, they working. But how would you feel if I tell you it was too late? I've been doing this for too long, and I never had my own homies pay ten dollars to come to a show. Andre, not talking about you. You're damn sure ain't talking. No exclude. I'm not talking about you. You've been to a million shows. <laughs> That's what. Not talking about you. Not at all. But I'm just saying, homies. Period. People from your hood, people that support you, family. 
people that expect when you make it to bring them with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. By the way, I didn't even think that you was talking to me. No. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Because you, you know. <laughs> listen, like, I'm not, I'm not he be the, I'm I ain't gonna hold you. He be the first. He be the first like, one. The first and I gotta one. show. I swear, I ain't gonna. I he be the first person I text like, yo, I gotta show. If it's on a work day, he like, uh, yeah, I got work to, like, you got work, like, Saturday, Sunday, or something. Yeah, no, I got to But other than that, like, he be like, yo, where, where the location at? And he don't be on no, like, weird stuff, like, yo, uh, what time you going? He come pick me up? He be like, yo, i meet you there, like, and come to the show. Like, a lot of people be hitting me with the, the, um, they might I ain't have a way to get there, there yo, yeah, like, I be like, bro, they got stuff called Uber out right now. It's like three dollars to get across country. Like, right, you can get right. from Philly to Jersey for like five dollars. <laughs> you tell them you can't get twenty long blocks, like, but it's mm-hmm. it's like people gonna do what they want to do, but they're always gonna look back at you if you make it or don't make it. They always gonna look back at you and as if you owe them. Like, if you was to make it today or tomorrow. It's always gonna be somebody that never did nothing for you. Gonna be like, yo, like that's crazy. You ain't look out. Like, <laughs> it's always like that. And like, I seen artists get signed and have a have a falling out with one of their childhood friends. And I used to always be like, damn, he switched on his friend because he made it. But the whole time is now I'm seeing how stuff is structured. It's like people you expect to support you, they don't support you like you think they should. So when you get on, now you like. Alright, like I'm on now, but keep the same energy when I was off. Cause like if you didn't come to my little my little ten dollar show, why is you trying to get free tickets to my fifty dollar show? Like that don't right. even make sense. Like exactly. I like, just from a person who's been there since day one, I remember you recording your first mixtape. I remember being you know, like cause you you recorded some of the tracks in my house. Like yeah, I grew up in little room in your room. In I my think. room, yeah, I'm in sorry, room. <laughs> just in my room. Shout man. out to Trader Beats. You know what I'm saying? He set the whole setup and all that. that that's what we done. We gonna give him a shout out after you wake yeah. me up. You woke yeah. me up out my sleep to record. <laughs> I had work to do. That just proved how dedicated how dedicated I was and stuff. Like. It was like, fuck it, he sleep, yo, yo, get up, yo, like, go in my room, we about to record. We, we it was one of them type, you know. We did that? Yes. Yeah, we did yo, that. I don't remember shit. Yeah. I just remember this shit was in there. Yeah, it was the middle room. That's we what not. I, I done had diss songs and everything that never came out in that, man, I was uh, in so my 50 cent bag. I got that too. But listen. We're not gonna breathe the fact that I just remember like sleep and waking up to Marv back when he was in his gang shit. Oh, with red on. I yeah. had never met this nigga a day in my life, and he looking at me, staring at me like, "Nigga, you in my room?" With a red shirt and red bandana. Then he go right back to the computer like, "Yeah, I said, all right, let me get up and go outside." And it's yeah. so crazy because you know in that era we all came from Island Park, all within. A one block radius, just a big one block square radius. And uh, you know, back in that time, I was recording in the basement at my homie's house on a Dell computer with a Dell microphone hanging from a, a water pipe. And you know, uh, we was recording, and it was like everybody was like, "Yo, Scoop, you you really can do it." But I was so young, and I was focused on something else. Right. I couldn't really take it serious, but that's the reason why. Like, I posted a picture earlier, matter of fact. Let me see real fast. I'm going to uh, tell you exactly what I said. Uh, I posted a picture of me and Cannon, and it said, uh, you always told me having Tyler is good, but Tyler won't get you nowhere without hard work. And uh, I feel as though 
you could be the best rapper in the world. Michael Jordan was considered the best basketball player in the world, but it's somewhere out there that's better than him. Yeah. Somebody on this earth is better than Michael Jordan, Not the but they don't got enough in them to put the hard work in to show that they're better than Michael Jordan. LeBron you heard this dickhead over here? <laughs> he said not LeBron. Yeah. What, better than Jordan? Yeah. Shut up. Let this man finish then what he said, And then what he said at the end, it was, he was talking about LeBron. No, I was talking about LeBron. <laughs> 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 kind of. But I'm just saying, you know, LeBron is a great player. Don't take that from me. But we still, but, we talking to the same nigga, Trey, who bet me that Derrick Rose will win a championship for LeBron. And never gave me my money, so I don't want to hear it. No, we're not doing it. Right, he was talking some heartfelt uh, shit. Right, exactly. so that, no, he was saying some rules. He no, was no, saying no, some no, rules no, no, shit, no, 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 shit though. It's just it's, like um, you know, uh, I know a couple dudes that got life in jail that was good at a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. They never got the opportunity to show what they was good at. And the reason why I never got the opportunity is because they never worked for it. Right. They always thought things were gonna get handed to them just because they was good at it. And you can't think like that. Me, I know. I'm great at rap. Cannon is great at rap. We got a talent. We can get on stage and capture 500 people with no problem. But is we going to do the work to make these 500 people want to be captured? Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's a lot of people out here that can sing, that can rap, that can act. They can do a lot of different things, but they don't got the motivation and they don't got the dedication to put the hard work in to go and get what they want. And I think there's a difference between, you know, pirate gang and, you know, other people out here. They, they're not big, willing to do the hard work. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. It's a big difference because I, and I always said that, like, far as talent-wise, that's why I, I stick to that, like, to this day, like, if it don't matter about the talent, it's about who worked the harder. Because that's like playing basketball, you know you could cook somebody, but he just pestering you. Like, he's going an extra mile to do ex- – like, he hype, mm-hmm. and you just trying to slack on him, and he just keeps stealing the ball. You're like, yo, what the f- – he trash. Like, is he's working so hard, he's overdoing – you just want something. Man, I know I could beat him. I'm slacking, and he going fourth throughout. He playing his best. You playing 50%, he going 100. Now he just want to think he's better than you. Mm-hmm. In other people's eyes, yeah, he is better than you. He just beat you in the game. And you like, oh, y'all know he ain't better. Like, how he win then? It's because hard work, beat, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. Yeah. Hard. Did you ever hear a rapper say this? Do you ever hear a rapper like a rapper that don't have no accomplishments? I mean, accomplishments and no like accolades, and they say something like, "Yeah, nobody ain't messing with me, dog. Like I'm the hottest." Oh yeah. Like I hear this type of stuff every day, and I be like, I know I'm not the best artist in the world. Like that's why I work extra hard. Like let me try to outshine these people that. I might hear a person lyrical. He might sound like a little, a mini Kendrick. I'm like, oh, he way lyrical than me. Mm-hmm. I might hear somebody else that spit more pain. I'd be like, oh, he go way harder than me. I might hear somebody that's more versatile. So I'd be like, yo, I got to do something to stand out. But I'm going to do a show. I know he can't perform better than me. So I do, like, I just saw these stars, like these Instagram sensations and whatever y'all people call them, like the Philly people. I just saw them on stage and trying to perform. And they were just stuck in the same spot. And I'm like... Bro, like, what is you doing? Like, it's like a performance is you is to catch their attention. You like so stuck in yourself, you just stuck in one spot and you just rapping like you in a studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, y'all can't perform, but y'all might rap better than me. Now let me outperform y'all and let's see who shine this night. Right. That's all it's about is living right. in that moment and you know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what it's about, man. Hard work. It's hard, hard work. work. No matter how y'all look at it, if 
we do this podcast every week. I might not be here every week. My guy is here every week. That's hard work. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's 30 views a week. That's hard work. 30 mm-hmm. views a week added up for years, a lot of views. That's hard work. It's going to beat somebody that say, oh, no, I'm way too talented to be doing a podcast. You're not way too talented. That's working hard. Right. You take every job that come in front of you and you stomp on it. That's called working hard. It's going to get you where you need to be. Talent don't always mean everything. So, like, the thing that I got to say to, you know, new rappers, actors, singers, uh, promoters, you know, people that throw parties, whatever, just work harder than the person that got more than you, and you're going to be there one day, for sure. See, I need to hear that, because I be fucking lacking on my music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you, and you want to know why? Because get, you think you're supposed to be there. Because no, maybe no, you're I, more I, talented. I, I don't feel that no, way. See, I'm too Maybe you're opposite. more talented. No, he, you might think, this dude out. make beats off of all samples. Me, I make all beats off of a sound. I might hear a sound on the table. I could make a top 100 beat out of that. He can't do that. That's called talent. But are you going to put the work in to take that beat and put it to where it's supposed to be? That's where it all comes in at. It's hard work. I'll Gotta t- work. I'll tell you what Trey's issue is. And I know it's not the podcast to really get into it. But well, we can get into we it. Can. We, we can. We can talk about it. I'll tell you what Trey's issue is. It's about the idea of advertising and branding. Trey has the talent. Trey works hard. He comes home and... He'll obviously he takes care of his responsibilities as a father and as a husband, but then he'll sit down and lock in at that computer and make two to three beats or finish a beat that he had the other day or something like that. But then it comes down to branding, getting those eyes, getting getting the heirs to hear it. Like like, do you want to rap on this? Or do you like? But well, that comes with hard work. But that's the thing, you though. Might, yeah. You but, might have the talent to make the best beat. I, You're doing things that other people not doing, but are you putting the hard work in? Are you at these shows promoting with these new artists? See, but that's let a, them hear your beats. That's the difference between being like a hardworking producer and a hardworking rapper. A hardworking rapper, you have to be at shows, you have to be this, you have to be that grind. But in this day and age, a hardworking a hardworking producer just has to find a way to brand. Yeah, I got I got to communicate. You have to people. find a way to get these heirs to my beats. Do you want to buy this beat or do you not want to buy this beat? Networking is hard work. Yeah. Popping up at showcases and hearing somebody that got talent that can rap, but don't have the proper engineer, the proper producer. You link up with those type of people and you let them hear your product. That's called hard work. That's just like if I drop a CD, I might got 900 followers on Instagram. But 900 people, they know what I do on a daily basis. So it's like, Oh, I already know he make music, he rap, whatever. All right, that's cool. Now I got to put the hard work in to get 900 more people that don't know me to buy my music. That's where the hard work coming at. You got to stand on South Street and sell samples. You got to reach out to artists in a DM and say, yo, I heard you spit a freestyle. I got to beat that, match that. Mm-hmm. You, you, That's where the hard work coming at. You can have all the talent in the world, but you have to work hard. And have dedication I think and be I'll, motivated to get you where to get to where you want to be at. I one hundred percent agree with everything you just said. But with me personally, I don't take it serious. 
Yeah. I don't I don't it's, have the drive you just hit it to on. even I'm put a, the hard work in. So, Cause sometimes I think like, damn, I can do this shit. Like I really can. And then I'll fall back from it until I probably get motivated again by something Kev or, or, or Marvelous doing because he make beats too. Then I'll be like, but I still I still my personality is is it sucks. I love it because I'm to myself. I fuck with who I fuck with. I don't care to meet new people. All that shit is cool yeah. with me, but it's a downfall in real life. Because I should, like, if I really wanted the music, yes, I should be out at these showcases with my man Cab. He he always has showcase. So I can go with him, me, pass out cars or whatever like that. But I don't be wanting it as bad. I don't, yeah. don't want to, it's like, ah. Like, if I was to make it in music the way I see myself making it as a producer, I would want to always be behind the scenes for one. I don't even want a motherfucker to know my name. Okay. <laughs> I you want the bag. I want the bag. Okay. I don't yeah. even care about the fame. Like, okay. like, like how you were saying the fifteen people. I was about to say a joke. Like everybody got the chain. I don't say I don't even want a chain. Give me a check. I'm behind the scenes. Yeah. I travel with y'all here and there, but I don't even want to be the fuck known. That's just my personality. And two, I always look at it like, damn, if I just get it, just get a hit track. Somebody on it, don't even that's, right? that's all that's that's why I be thinking sometimes and that's yeah. and the reason why I be thinking like that is probably this fucking new wave is getting to me. Yeah. Because a lot of producers are getting on like that where they don't have to put the hard work in. Get somebody come up with a crazy hook, wild song jumping around, not saying shit, catchy beat, catchy hook, there you go. It's basically in a situation like I could compare him kinda to like far as the beats, he like know how locks didn't want to go commercial they was the best clearly they was the most like they was the best in that era and people didn't want to listen to him because they they basically said i'm not going commercial trey got his sound and he's so true to his sound he like i'm not i'm not trying nothing outside my box because it's not me if i don't feel it then i can't do it and and that's the me is an awesome thing because it's like I see other artists, like, you can hear, like, he the only person I know that could listen to a song that I do and pick out who made the beat. Like, and it always fucked me up. I be like, how you know that? He be like, no, the kick patterns and the hi-hats and the snare. <laughs> he, like, lit all jokes aside, he do that. And I be like, how the fuck he fun? He be like, no, that sound like a joint. Like, how the beats went up, the bass line, it came down, like, and it hit like that. And he do that shit, like, effortless. So he, like, know his sound, and he, like, so stuck, like, I'm not going to do a new wave song. Like, he... I would never get a new wave beat from Trey. Like I know if like what type of song, the way I rap, I know where I gotta be talking about where I gotta go at mm-hmm. to get a beat from Trey. He's basically like to me, I compare him like he's a Kanye. He like my kind of Kanye. Like he's like, oh yeah, he's the Kanye. You're not gonna hear Kanye with no motherfucking uh no yeah. new wave tracks. Like you're not gonna he's Kendrick's gonna be on the Kanye, J. Cole dumb. You're not gonna hear a little Uzi on a Kanye track. Right. That's like his lane. And and as an artist, I can respect that. I can respect that 100%. Because I'm an artist to where as though if I was to go to K-Slay or Funk Flex or DJ Cosmic Kev, if you put a Future beat on for me, I would feel disrespected. <laughs> if you put a Migos beat on for That's me, right. I would feel disrespected. I'm not disrespecting them dudes. Mm. I, I tip my hat to them for the simple fact of that they are making a bag for doing what they love. Mm-hmm. I respect it 100%. But the era that I come from, 
I don't want to hear that. I want to hear a beans beat, a kiss beat, a, a locks beat, a state property beat, a Jay-Z beat. Freeway. A freeway beat. Let me hear something that I can rap to. That's my motivation. Right. If you give me a Migos track, I'll be like, yeah, I don't want to dance. When I'm thinking of writing a rap, I'm not writing. To dance. I'm not writing to think, yo, if I say this word, they're going to do a dab to it. When I do this, they're going to, yeah, they're going to do the, like, the titsy roll. Like, I'm not writing in that. I'm writing, like, yeah, they're going to fill this line. This flow is going to make them. I'm writing that way, like, strategically. I'm not thinking about no dance moves and all this and the nay-nays and all this shit. Like, I'm not, yo, add a drop on that because when it's drop right here, I know they're going to do the chicken wing and all this shit. Like, they're going to snap on that part. Like, chicken no. Wing. If I see a nigga doing a nay-nay or the chicken wing today. I'm just saying, like, in general, that's how people <laughs> yeah, rap, bro. Like, I'm they, just saying, though, that's the reason why I kind of, I kind of, like, I understand a lot of people would do anything. I mean, anything to get the bag. Sure. Anything. I, I would dye my hair green. Mm-hmm. I would snap 10,000 times in the video. You would hang out with a gang. With blood, get, with blood behind you. All red on to get the bag. But me? With green and then have all blood. You can have on green, yellow, orange, whatever. If it's a million dollars behind it, we're going to do it. That's right. That's not but right. me, personally, the bag that I want is not about clout. It's not about an image. It's not about how many followers I got. It's not about none of that. It has to go with your moral code. Not even just my moral code. It's just. The way that I was raised up from the streets, we only respect what's real. We don't respect, I just bought me a Maserati, but when I see you, you in a Honda. I don't respect that. You a fraud, you a fake, you portray in the image. Why not say, I'm trying to buy a Maserati, then ride past in your Honda? Why you got to say, yeah, you catch me fly by in a Maserati, then you pull up in a Honda Civic? You like, damn, like, what happened? So you like that from the muscle shit? From yeah, the muscle. from the muscle. Yeah. I like it. Which is muscle. your moral code? Yo, that's like it's, when you real, you don't it. gotta. When you real is like when you lie, basically you fuck up because you gotta remember your lie. When it's real, you don't have a problem with fucking remembering it because it's real. It's natural. Just think about saying, "Oh man, I sold X amount of bricks. Mm. I drove X amount of whips. Yeah, and I f X amount of chicks. Woo! But then when it really come out." You drive a Honda, you got a job, uh-huh. and you make $10 an hour. And you hit three chicks one day. And you fuck three bitches from your hood. And one was a smoker. <laughs> so where does that make you <laughs> official at? So at the end of the day, when you said that, you were clout chasing. You wasn't doing it because this is what I've been through, and I know what the bottom for like, now I'm going to feel what the top for like. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because, oh, if I say this, Portray this and act like this. Maybe I can get a hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. and that's gonna turn to hundred thousand dollars. They always that's why that's what they're saying. This fake it until you make it. The idea that I can portray and this is this doesn't even just go with money and like what you have. This could be about like you just said selling bricks or just I shot nigga up day blah blah blah. Like fake it until you make it. I want people to think that I'm this. So then I can portray this for a very long period of time, and then that's going to get me clout. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's just how we grew up, and I, I think that's just what it is. Like, because I can't step out of this. Is the fact that 
I don't like anything that's not genuine and authentic. Like, if it's not really you, then don't tell me about it. Like, I, I thought of this uh, Soap Brooklyn challenge, man. Nigga really talked about selling soap. <laughs> I remember he was on seventh and fucking. I uh, really was out there. <laughs> like, I was fucked. I was fucked up. I was. Really that's what I'm saying. I was. Duh, I was. Duh, I was so fucked up. And free my nigga, my man Miz too. But I was so fucked. They lived down the street. Remind you, this was me, my brother, me, my two brothers, and my mom. My oldest brother moved out, so just me, my brother, and my mom. He lived in a house actually with his brother, his brother, his sister, his sister, his sister. His niece, nephew, mom, right. his brother, bro- like he lived with mo- like damn near twelve people, mm-hmm. and I was so fucked up. He was bringing me packs of noodles from his house, and he had million people in his. So right. I'm like, I was fucked up, like fucked up. That's why when I be like, when I be talking, I be like, though, I was fucked up. Like if I'm getting something from my young boy, like he's considered my young boy, like he like four or five years younger than me, and I'm mm-hmm. getting something from him from down the street. A pack of noodles and he got a house full of twelve motherfuckers and I'm just th- a house full of three. Mm-hmm. So a nigga that's fraud on the track like yeah yeah I'm saying I'm out here sing- like bro you had your mom your dad your whole life you know what I'm saying <laughs> they married you know what I'm saying you got you just went to fucking Catholic schools and all this and you just out this joint acting goofy like that'd be like me I'm standing on pop I'm standing on Butler Street right now you mean you see what I'm saying yeah, you had nothing. you got it good you I shook niggas hands and kept moving like, yeah. what else could I say that's why pirate is pirate game. It's like um, A lot of dudes rap about The struggle Everybody that gotta do Everybody that gotta do Nobody will tell you I had my mom and my dad in the house We had food We had clothes I went to school every day And I made it as a rapper Nobody's gonna tell you that They think that's The crazy part They think that's a failure in life They think that That having it growing up Is kind of bad but we do have one chance to rapper. Okay, perfect. Be rare. What, 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 what's it? He said nobody's Every... gonna tell you that they had their mom, their dad, they went to school, they got straight A's, blah blah blah, oh, yeah, yeah. and still become a rapper. I was says we have chance to rapper. That's the only person I can think of. Oh, and um, God bless the dead, Mac Miller. That's why I said actually in one of my songs I said a bar. Uh. Basically, you people brag about selling. Basically, brag about getting locked up. Hmm. Like they're quick to say that yeah, I've been locked up, but you're not quick to say I didn't been locked up. That's why on the song I did, I said, "What the fuck?" I say on a pain song. I said something kept it real. Um, never been locked up. Some shit. People scared to say they never been locked. They think if they got locked up, it makes them like a a real stamp automatically a real stamp. Why? We talked about this on this podcast before. But on the job don't make you real, no, bro. No, I'm saying hey, this why I know this why I'm gonna tell you this why they saying it though is because if if you never got locked up, say if it's a group of ten people, if nine of them got locked up and you the one that didn't get locked up, you the you feel like the outsider. So now you wanna that's like everybody I know might smoke weed. I don't smoke weed, but I don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm the nut. You know how many times people try to peer pressure me, like, you just take a little puff? And I'd be like, they figure if you do it, you know what I'm saying, you the, you the weirdo. Like, you don't smoke weed, though. You tripping, though. You know what you missing? You'd be like, I'm cool. But that's the difference between hanging out with your friends and hanging out with people you're just hanging out with. Because if you're hanging out with your friends, they're going to know 
that they don't smoke weed, and they're gonna know that you're just a different person. Right. Like, not different person, but you're just in a different space. So you don't ever have to like if you you with us, you don't ever have to worry about not quote unquote fitting them because you know me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I never have to worry about that. But um, yeah. So we uh slowing things down here. We want to get into um, our new segment, which is story of the week. Uh, this week, Cannon got a story. Go ahead, man. Uh, I got a uh, long, like, long time ago, real, real long time ago when I was single, right? Me and Andre, we went out, like, to a local bar. A girl said, yo, meet me here. I'm with my girlfriends and everything. So we go to the bar. I get so fucked. First of all, we go to the bar, and I hear Andre get order. Like, I order my drink. They give me my money. I hear him, I just hear them say, say like a price to him. They say like a high price. So I'm like, yo, you ordered the hookah? He like, no, that's how much my drink costs. That shit was $26 for a double shot of Yeah, he got a double Sprite. shot double shot of Henny and Sprite with like $27. So I'm like, I thought it was a hookah price. I'm like, they ain't, they ain't no hookah. He's like, no, that's my drink. So <laughs> make a long story short, I get so fucked up in there. She in there with her friends and everything. He's dancing in the middle of the floor. So I'm so fucked up, I try to take the attention away from me. So I say, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and come back. Mind you, I stumble back up the steps, eyes glossy as shit. I'm like, I look at him, he's still dancing. Like, everybody looking at him. She already told me, like, yeah, friend, all you do is dance. I'm like, yeah, he drunk. Mind you, I'm saying that because I'm fucked up, but I'm trying to take the attention off me. So I come back upstairs. She like, what you about to do? I'm like, I'm about to leave. This nigga drunk. He drunk as shit. Yo, Mind you, I just threw up like three times in the bathroom. I got to tell y'all what this was like from my point of view. So like, like Cannon said, we get to the bar or whatever. They said, oh, price is super high. So wherever we at, it's like, a, like the way it's shaped is like a bowl. So like, they got the VIP section. Like bamboo, at, it? bamboo or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bamboo. bamboo. Which one called? Oh, I remember yeah, they got the VIP section. It's all on the floor. They got tables and bottles or whatever. Then it's a stage. Then it's steps. And then it's like up to another bar. So <clears throat> I see the steps. I'm like, oh, all right. We about to turn this into our section. Like I'm chilling on the steps and like just standing there dancing. Like I like to enjoy myself when I'm out. That's what I do. Cannon order the hookah. Cannon walk off to go to the bathroom. I don't know what's going on. He just leave. I said, all right, cool. I'm still just in my zone, smoking hookah, drinking. Like, I got videos on my Instagram from that night. This nigga come back sweaty. Yo, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, John. I, said, I know that, John. I said, what happened? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. We got to leave, like, right now. I, I, I said, all right. Cool, man. He go to the shorty. Yo, my man drunk. I got to take him home. <laughs> I, and like, like, shorty friend looking at me like, yo, look drunk. Like, All right, dog. We out. We get outside. First thing this nigga do, Cannon, he get next to his car. I say, yo, give me the keys, dog. You drunk. Like, he throw me the keys. Cannon never throw people his keys. He threw me the keys. I said, oh, it's bad. I just hear this nigga throwing up by the side of the car. <laughs> yo, right. I said, yo, what happened? He said, yo, yeah, right, yo. <laughs> he said, I think it was the hookah smoke. No, I think you <laughs> 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 You've been drinking all day, dog. Hey, yo, can I get two minutes of my time? No, Go ahead. Two minutes, man. please. All right, uh, I'm going to just like, uh, 
he about to light my ass. He about to light me up. Yeah, we was at TakeOver. I'm about to light your ass. Oh, my goodness. Y'all was TakeOver Legends, too. Yeah, we was TakeOver Legends, for real. That's we was a, there Monday through Sunday. No bullshit. That's not a good so, uh, We had TakeOver one night, and uh, we go on there. You know, we was at TakeOver. We was drinking uh, We was drinking clear. Everything was vodka and pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. Blame us later. But, yeah, everything was vodka and pineapple. So, uh, a couple bottles of Ciroc in. We fried. I'm fried. We leaving out. Cannon don't have a license. Oh, he yeah. He don't even know how to drive for real. He just started driving. I had my permit. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, we come out of takeover. And he say, hey, Scoot, let me drive. I'm like, hmm? I, I wouldn't usually do it, but I'm fried. You got your permit. I have a license. Come on, we out. We get three lights down and one light over. Boom! Fuck. Canada, this is my brand new candy. Oh my god. Oh, you hit somebody? Did I? Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm arguing with the nigga like is this fault? He like, yo, you hit my car. I'm like, dog, chill out. He like, he like, you got your license and everything? I'm like, yeah, wait up. So I'm out the car and talking to him like my shit legit. Like I got a permit. Right. So school's still sitting in the car just looking at me. <laughs> he like, he shit, he like, yo, come on. So main man talking, he's like, yo, you hit my shit. I'm like, I know I hit your shit. Like, he like, you got your insurance? I was like, I just said I got it. Like, you too hype though. So I'm getting mad because I'm like, oh, he talking too crazy now. So Scoot, like, yo, we out. So main man said, like, he might say something too crazy. I'm like, matter of fact, fuck you. I hop in the car, Scoot in the driver's seat now. He just was in the passenger. I don't know how he in the driver's seat. <laughs> the nigga, we, we faced it this way. I don't know how he turned. Around run a red like pune. We slide and he full speed though, he's still drunk. Mm. We ride and he turns down Old York Road, the shit down there on two wheels. I'm on the passenger side, all you just see a big ass pole right here. He go up on the curve, come down just in time. I'm like, yo, he does some come on, I'll do this shit though. I know what I'm doing. I'm like, bro, he does some dog, I do this shit. Like, I just was on a high speed shit. I know what I'm doing, dog. I'm like, yo, this nigga fried, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm on the tip, like, on some let me out type shit. Like, he almost, like, downed me, basically. Like, he ran up on the payment, the pole right here, and he came off the payment just in time. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He was like, dog, I always do this shit all the time, though. I know what I'm doing. I said, yo, he fried. I thought I was done. Guess what? My insurance company called me and said you were in an accident. Man, my man give Cannon me insurance got, papers. My man Cannon got his license like a couple weeks later. Yeah. And I still had that same car riding around for months. So, 30 you know, we made it out. But, you know, that's my guy, man. So, that's... You said you was 30 with a permit? 30 with a permit. Like, some of the shit that we do sometimes. Yeah, that's Some of the shit we do sometimes. But that's the end of our story section for this week. You know yeah, we, we wanna we wanna get into our black business that we're supporting this week. So who are we supporting this week, guys? Uh, hey, yo. It's like nah. <coughs> I wanna uh, give a shout out to Black and Mobile. It's an upcoming business ran by two twin black guys. You know, this is all about supporting black. Mm-hmm. But sure. you know, he trying to he got a small business right now where he deliver uh, food from other black restaurants. So. Right now, you know, he's just starting off. You can send him donations in the, on his uh in his bio to get his business fully up and running. Because I believe right now he's only delivering in certain zip codes because of travel and you know 
You can donate to his Kickstarter with the link in his bio. The business is called Black and Mobile. It's like a double bubble. You love to support black. Having him delivering what you ordering from a black restaurant is supporting black twice. That's super dope. I'm gonna definitely, right. I'm gonna definitely look into that. Um, did you give his ad name? Their ad name? Yeah, the ad name is Black and Mobile. It's, it's, it's simple as it sounds. It's spelled that way. There's no different letters and weird stuff. Black and, uh, and Mobile. Before we go, I wanted to shout out, uh, you know, another one that might sound exactly the same, but shout out to Black and Mobile. You know, they deliver. You know, that, that makes shit way easier. But uh, I want to shout out Black and Noble. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, the uh, original. Broadnery Avenue, you know what I'm saying, uh, when I was down, uh, I had my folks go to Black and Noble and get, you know, certain books that I needed, you know, Korans and things of that nature, and they definitely deliver on time, and I want to shout out to them boys, man, Black and Noble, they made sure that, yeah, I mean, black people was good at their worst time, and... A lot of people said it, but I got it from Jada Kids. So if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. Right. So they made sure that dudes with the jails that was kind of lost and didn't have no free will, mm-hmm. didn't have no free mind, no Fifth Amendment, they made sure that them dudes was able to read and and get what they needed. So shout out to them boys, man. Black and Noble on Broadnery Avenue. Uh, just an update. They don't have that building at Broadnery anymore. The new location is at 410 South Street. Okay. Yeah. That's even better. That's called an upgrade. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We went from the hood to Hollywood. To yeah. Hollywood. Right. Exactly. <laughs> People got money yet. There we go. I'm Shout out to Stasi and Tatum. But um, it's been an amazing podcast. I'm so happy we were able to sit down and do this after a week off. Um, my name is Drizzy. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Underscore Hunting, H-U-N-T-I-N-G, underscore Park. You don't like my Instagram name? Gotta change all my underscores right now. Why? I can't even search my Instagram sometimes. I put Mr. All this other shit come up and underscore. The whole world is... Then I gotta hit hit the little button for the underscores. It's somebody else who got Mr. Hunting Park, just no underscores, and I just... I, mean, I was the first one with it, but I just thought I would like you to be able to read what my name say. Okay. What else you want? People on Snapchat and all that bullshit? No, no, no. I'm on oh. Snapchat. <coughs> like celebrities do it, but like if you not. I'm on Snapchat, Drizzy HP. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, it ain't on my phone, but I, I do have a Snapchat. Um, all right, man. It's your boy Trader Beach. You can follow me on IG. Trader, T R E D A, Beats with a Z. You know, go on there. I'll be pairing there, put a little couple beats up, you know, have people vibe with my shit. But other than that, I ain't got nothing going on right now. What about you, Cannon? And I'll go by Cook Cannon. That's with a K. You can follow me on Instagram at PGB underscore K A N N O N. That's PGB underscore K-A-N-N-O-N. Uh, you know, I go by uh, PGB underscore scoop. Not like scoop, like a scoop of ice cream, but scoop like I'm on a scooter. PGB underscore S-C-O-O-T. This is up, man. We doing big things, man. I mean, get to know us. That's all it's about. It's been-
been a great podcast, man. I'm, I'm so happy to be able to do this. Um, this has been live from the park. We out, man. We out. I'm happy to be here.